ladies. Welcome to This Is A Good Part, a podcast where we can have some girl time and talk about how to have confidence and influence as women of all ages in our lives, homes, and relationships. It's not always easy and we can feel unqualified, but Jesus just calls us to choose the good part, which is sitting at his feet and learning his ways. I'm Megan and joining me today is... I'm Steph. I'm Jessica. And today we're talking about the power of vulnerability and how it plays into our Jesus journey. So that's what we're diving into today, ladies. Yes. This is making me feel very vulnerable. (laughs) We talked, we're like, this is going to be a great thing to talk about. And then we're like, oh... Wait a minute. Wait what is minute. vulnerability? I, I'm going to have to be I vulnerable. Don't be vulnerable. <laughs> but we're going to teach you guys how to. <laughs> you should really try this sometime. But I don't know if I want to. <laughs> you try it. Tell me how it goes. <laughs> I think it's harder to be vulnerable too when you're like speaking into a microphone. Oh. And you're like, oh, someone's really, it doesn't just stay in like this room. Yeah. Like, this circle, like, I have no idea who actually will hear what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't tell me if you do. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me if you do. We just trust kidding. you guys. Uh, so something big happened since the last time Stephanie was on the show. Okay. Oh. Well, Stephanie, do you want to, do you want to say what happened since the last time you were on the show? I'm not pregnant. No, it, I know. Is it her hair? <laughs> I, I no, did cut my hair off. Oh, hair I know what it is. <laughs> I literally just figured it out. Okay. We should redo our introductions. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, she's officially a pastor. Uh, it's Pastor yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. I literally thought we were going to talk about her extensions being taken out. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that too. It's that's a very vulnerable moment. <laughs> that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I know you said extensions. I was like, I thought we were just going to say haircut. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not everyone knows I had yeah. hair. <laughs> It's all real. Well, they do. (laughs) (laughs) So she's officially a pastor. So now whenever I refer to you, I will try and remember to say Pastor Stephanie. I mean, you can still just call me Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) I find myself doing that a lot where sometimes I'm like, Pastor Jessica? That sounds so official. It's intimidating. I'm like, please please don't let people know I'm a pastor. (laughs) Expect a lot from you then. Vulnerable. I was going to say, does that make you feel vulnerable? Yeah. Honestly... Doesn't it, it Pastor does. Stephanie? <laughs> Pastor I Stephanie. I can't. Yeah. Okay, so it, it's happened like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had a lot of interactions where people actually called me like Pastor Stephanie. You know, like that mm-hmm. just, it sounds very... It's official. Terrifying. Yeah. Official. It reminds me of like, uh, I remember I had to make all these calls after I got married and like update <sighs> my name and stuff. And they would, I would start laughing on the phone. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I was giddy, nervous, kind of like trying to comprehend this like life change. You know what yeah. I mean? But I was just like, Molly! <laughs> you know? Like I couldn't even. Feels like an imposter. I felt like an imposter. Yeah. I was like, who am I? Yeah. <laughs> or like when you started calling your husband, your husband, like referring to mm. him oh, as. Oh, so weird. It was so awkward. My mouth could not like. <laughs> couldn't say husband. Hubby. <laughs> and you're just like, ooh, we're that couple uh-huh. now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, wait, that's what Bo's in my phone as. Well, exactly. Because you, you get to that point. But at yeah. first you're like, this is like something old people say. Mm-hmm. We're 22. You guys, I literally <laughs> couldn't say husband. Like I just, it was like one of those things that I called him my husband. So like, I was like, it's like, he's my husband, but like, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> where he's my husband. <laughs> oh, 
much. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Or, well, it's always fun when you get engaged and you have a fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fiance. It didn't I like last very long French. for me. It doesn't last very long, though. That's yeah. the thing. So I don't yeah. have a lot of, like, chances to say this is my mm-hmm. fiance. Yeah. Dang it. Because that is the fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fiance. How long was he your fiance? Eight months. Eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had two months. <laughs> no one even knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's oh awesome. my goodness. Okay, so should we get going with yeah. our talk on vulnerability today? Yeah. And um, we're kind of, we're wrapping up today uh, with this podcast on vulnerability this season because mm-hmm. we just wanted to do some topics that we felt like they're, they're words or things where they're really big concepts and there's yeah. so much... There's just so much. It's like we're covering just one little tiny slice of the of the pie, if you will. But um, just some just some things that we were feeling and talking about, and our staff has been talking mm-hmm. about that we wanted to dive in and like go into a little bit more. Um, and one of those things being vulnerability, because it's now actually one of our culture words here at Life Church. So um, it's it's kind of a it's a big concept. Mm-hmm. And I think I was realizing that like last night as I'm like reading through scripture, I'm like, there's a lot, there's a lot here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's so many words in the Bible that like, that can be used for vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's what I was finding. Like even the ones that don't say vulnerability totally. in them, the ones that, you know, symbolize vulnerability. Yep. Yeah. It's it's like a complex mm-hmm topic kind mm-hmm. of. Um, so the scripture that we're going to be talking around is 2 Corinthians 12. Um, and it says, but he said to me, my grace, and this is Jesus, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect mm-hmm. in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So in our weakness, God is made strong. Mm-hmm. And in our vulnerability, How does the dictionary define vulnerability? The quality or state of being exposed Mm. to the possibility of being attacked or harmed. I don't like that. Physically or emotionally. And so that's the that's the reaction, right? I don't want to be vulnerable. That Mm -hmm. sounds terrible. No, thank you. Opening myself up to being hurt or, you know, physically or emotionally harmed. Yeah. Well, what do you think of when you hear the word exposed? Naked. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like. Well, and then that makes me think of like Adam and Eve. 100%. You know, when they were covering them, they realized they were were naked. Mm -hmm. They were vulnerable. And so they covered themselves, which is so silly because the covering they used, like, did they think that was going to work with God? Leaves. They weren't like, and then they hid. They didn't even show their covering. They weren't like, find me. They were like, kind of been wondering, like, who, okay, so they realized they were naked, but like, but who were they covering themselves for? Each other or from God? Because it's like, do you not remember when God made you like five minutes ago? I mean, he was so, like just walking with you. Like he like, saw it all already. God already knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They didn't walk out there like, look at my outfit. Yeah. Check out my fig leaves. You know, they, they, there was shame. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. So the flip side of vulnerability, the underbelly, mm. it's the shame and the fear. Yeah. The kind of, that prevents or um, robs us of being able to step into true vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And and again, there's there's so much power behind vulnerability that when you can harness it in the right ways, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't like, hey, go air 
all of your things mm-hmm. yeah. out on the street to everyone, right? And like list of problems on Facebook. Like that's not, that's not really what we're talking about. This is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think about um, when we talk about Adam and Eve and their vulnerability and being exposed. Um, I wonder if, you know, because when I read that story, sometimes I look at it like face value, like they're covering their nakedness yeah. and they're, you know, but I think that they were probably so vulnerable in other aspects. And I think that's where the shame comes into play, mm-hmm. right? Like they were, um, they were so vulnerable, afraid, ashamed of the things that they had done. Yeah. So, yeah. If, yeah. And they were exposed in that way in their poor decision-making and in their lack of trust in God. Yeah. And when you have those things, you really do want to cover up. Mm-hmm. And right. hide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the difference between living in the light and not like, like Ooh. when you expose things to light, mm-hmm. that's the vulnerability. Totally. And so when you're living in that place of sin, to be vulnerable would be exposing, but not having the connection or relationship or understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Of um, like that, again, in my weakness, his grace is made perfect. Mm-hmm. Like his, so he's perfect. He's everything I need. He's all the self-sufficiency I need. And mm-hmm. if I step into that, then my weakness, it doesn't even matter. Then I can walk in my in my weakness and say, not me, God, but you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you're living in that place of sin, it's this, well, I, you know, I've got to do everything on my own because mm-hmm. yeah. you feel responsible. That's a heavy, that's a heavy burden mm-hmm. to carry. Yeah. So when is a time recently where you felt vulnerable? <laughs> I was going to say vulnerability and then vulnerable and it just, <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> When's a time recently where you felt vulnerable or where you had to be vulnerable? Well, <laughs> I was sharing this um, pre-show. So they're putting me on the spot on purpose. Um <laughs> Pastor Stephanie. (laughs) Yeah, whoa. This is before that, okay. (laughs) Um, So uh, I think most of our listeners know that um, I lead worship on Sundays. And um, there was like three weeks ago, uh, maybe more than that, I was leading a song and something messed up with the timing. And so it wasn't uh, to the standard that I would like it to be, Mm -hmm. which is a whole nother journey session probably yeah. in and of itself. But I was really disappointed and upset about it. And um, after the set, it was fine. We ended up making it, you know, we corrected it. It was not that big of a deal. Nobody even actually noticed. <laughs> but I knew, yeah, I yeah. knew. So after the set, I ran up to my office, <laughs> turned my light off, <laughs> shut the door and cried. <laughs> um, because... My reasoning for that, I was trying to protect my team. Mm-hmm. I am a leader on my team and I didn't want to be vulnerable in that moment. I didn't want them to see me being so weak. And so mm-hmm. what I, I thought I was protecting them. I thought I was mm-hmm. helping them by not letting them see me break down and letting them um, see someone who is a leader to them just not be super strong. Mm-hmm. But... My leader, then, of course, she knows my tendencies. She's like, I saw you go up to your office and shut the door. I waited for five minutes, let you have a minute. <laughs> and then she came in and got me and, you know, we talked through it. And um, it's one of those moments where I need to be vulnerable with my mm-hmm. team. Because yeah. on those Sunday mornings, when things like that are don't go perfect, that's 
God's expectation is not that it's 100% perfect. He wants us to just be in an intimate, vulnerable state with him. And whether some things go awry or not, like that's that's not actually what matters. So, um, yeah, I had a I had a difficult time being vulnerable and open in that way, but I, it was definitely a learning lesson for me that it's okay to be open and honest with my team and let them mm. know that like, ah, yeah, I'm not perfect either, and these things do affect me, yeah. and if they happen to you, it's it's okay, mm-hmm. and nobody is here judging you. Everyone on this team wants you to win. God wants you to win. Yeah, our mission here mm. is to minister to God first. If the mm. people in the congregation are like, ooh, that was a big old whoopsie, well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not for them anyway. It's not for them. I was just going to say that. So, yeah. That's so good. And I think like, is this the Sunday where I was like, oh, they messed up your slides. Yep. And you were like, no, I messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, th- that couldn't possibly happen. And God be like, well, how are we going to get people to Jesus today? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Steph yeah, messed so up the true. song lyrics, you oh, know? You guys, that reminds me of um, in the movie, Jesus Revolution. Mm. Did you, you saw that? Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Did you see it yet? I have not. 10 out of 10. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a part in that movie when the husband and wife are behind like the curtain and he's like, oh, they don't want to see me. They want to see uh, whoever the lead pastor guy, Lonnie. Mm-hmm. And um, the wife says, how dare you be so arrogant to think that you could get in the way of what God mm. wants to do? How yeah. dare you? Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So it's like, how dare I think that me messing up a song is going to get in the way of how God wants to move. And that's, I think that kind of hits the nail on the head of what what's the point of being vulnerable? Because it's easier to not be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, it's difficult to be vulnerable. But when you're not vulnerable, you're putting yourself, you're saying, I, you know, my feelings are actually more important than what God is trying to do. Mm-hmm. So is that pride? Sounds like it to me. It kind of smells like it. (laughs) (laughs) It smells like it. (laughs) Yeah, I had a moment. So I um, got to do our prayer spot on Sunday where we do a a little Devo and like invite the congregation to come and pray. And, you know, I, I, I had a message that I knew God wanted me to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I texted mm-hmm. it to Stephanie on Sunday morning. I was like, I literally don't want to do this. This is so vulnerable. Cause I, I got up on stage and said, like, I hadn't been hearing from God. And I knew it was my pride that mm. didn't want me to say it. I was like, I don't want, like, I don't I'm want. I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to yeah. go up on stage and say, I haven't been hearing from him. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah. But then, Yeah. It's, but the congregation needs to know that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, if I'm in a dry spell, like, if it can happen to a pastor, mm-hmm. it can happen to me too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I did um, have lots of really cool conversations <clears throat> after saying that, you know, mm-hmm. the people who did come and say, like, I've been experiencing this too. Like, thank you for being vulnerable and allowing me to be vulnerable yeah, about yeah. it now. Yeah, that's so good. And I think that's something Pastor Sunny says, that, like, vulnerability begets vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. It's just, um, it it puts almost someone else at ease when we think, because mm-hmm. it's making us feel uncomfortable. So we like maybe project that onto somebody mm-hmm. else, but it's not. It's like, oh, thank you for just being like open yeah. and honest. I think there's a difference in like when you are kind of like in a teaching position or, you know, you have your disciples around you. Are you going to it um, with the attitude of, I know what I'm doing, so let me bless you with my knowledge? Or are you saying, this 
happened to me and this is how I got through it and I want to walk through it with you now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like what is your attitude Mm -hmm. going into that? So good. Yeah, I had a moment on um, Monday where I was super vulnerable and um, just talking with some of, you know, my good friends and like, but seeking their counsel. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards I felt like very vulnerable Mm -hmm. because it was some, you know, something that I was sharing very close to my heart, right? And um, I like had to wrestle with it for the rest of the day. Like that feeling of like embarrassment, right? Did I, I say went too, too much? Yes. 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 Did I say too much? <laughs> and I was reminded of what I just, I, I love this about Pastor Sunny. She would text people after we'd like leave her house for like girls mm-hmm. night or whatever. And she'd say, you didn't share too much. Mm-hmm. No one had said anything, by the way. Yeah. You know, like there, there was no pre-conversation. You didn't share too much. Mm-hmm. You shared the right amount. Yeah. Don't let the enemy get inside Gosh, your head. It's so the enemy. It he doesn't is. want you to be vulnerable. No, he does not. And so I like had to wrestle with that for the rest of the night. Like that feeling of like embarrassment. Like, did I share too much? Was that too far? Mm-hmm. But and it, again, it's not like I got up with a microphone and I'm saying this to everyone, right? Yeah. I like shared to like two close people seeking counsel, right? And so, yeah, it's just, you gotta, you gotta let it go sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, maybe that is a little embarrassing and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> That's actually okay. Because the problem is if I hadn't shared, I'd still be holding that in, still be wrestling. And when you only have your own mind as a sounding board, mm-hmm. that's where the enemy can just creep in and drop little things. And then you start to believe like that truth, right? And so when you are vulnerable and, and share, you take away that potential yeah. essentially. I love that you talked about um, how you chose a few close people to be vulnerable with in yeah. those moments while you were seeking counsel. You didn't go to the people that you were discipling yeah. to seek mm. that counsel and to be vulnerable with. Well, it's wow. a hard word. It is a really hard challenging word. word. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but you you didn't seek guidance yeah. or um, give them all of that information. Right. But in two, three seasons from now, when mm. you've walked through that, mm-hmm. then, yep. you know, that's what God is building up in you to be able to counsel someone else. That's so good. But if if you lack that vulnerability and you don't mm-hmm. seek guidance, if you hide it in the dark, like Pastor Jessica said, if you build up your bucket of shame, mm-hmm. uh, it gets so heavy and it's so hard to pour it out. Mm, that's really good. And that reminded me, we've talked around this, what, Pastor Sonny had actually said about transparency versus mm. vulnerability mm-hmm. because the world likes to say, I'm transparent and this is who I am. This is what I do. I'm just letting you guys all know. Mm. But vulnerability says, this is all of me. It's not enough to remain in the broken, wretched parts. And I want to let the Holy Spirit search me and find if there's any wicked left in me. Man. Mm. So it, it's a totally different posture. Mm-hmm. Transparency is like, ta-da. This is who I am. Nothing's going to change me. Yes. Take it or leave it. Y- yes. Can you handle it? Oof. Take mm. it or leave it. Yeah. And, um, you know, how we were kind of saying, like, the opposite of vulnerability, it, it really teeters on pride, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're walking that kind of fine line of like, nope, I can, I got it. <laughs> yeah. I can handle it. I can do it on my own. Uh, when actually we're meant to live in a place of weakness because there's power in weakness. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't always feel like there's no. power in weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I um, had a moment a few weeks ago where I just, to sum it up, had my feelings hurt. <laughs> and I did the Disney princess thing where you run to your bed and you flap on it and you have a good cry. And you know, that verse 
comes to mind. And gosh, it is hard to feel yeah. the power and weakness. Mm. How do you how do you guys do that? Mm. How do you like shake yourself out of your weakness and lean into his power? This is a real question. Uh, <laughs> I have to sneeze. <laughs> I gotta go. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Honestly, I think by literally just reminding myself of that. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I saw this video uh, just the other day and it's been blowing my mind. And the video was essentially, I actually don't know who it was. I think she was a pastor, pastor's wife or something like that. But she was saying, God asked me and he said, he showed me my life and he said, what do you have to bring to me? Mm. And she's like, and I realized all the moments that I spent like complaining or upset or like wishing things would change, like that was actually all garbage. Mm. And the only things that I had to bring to Jesus were the times I stood in faith. Wow. And she's like, and uh, she's like sobbing, crying, and she's on like a talk show. And um, so clearly she's like very moved. And she's just like, so I said, I said to Jesus, like, let me go back to my life and bring it on. Like mm-hmm. bring on all the struggles, bring on all the hard stuff and let me stand, stand in faith and stand firm. I have not been able to get that out wow. of my head of just like bring it on because I will stand in faith because that's what I have to bring to you. That's like, so good. Wow. That's yeah. it. Yeah, Powerful. I um, read something similar. Well, not similar, but it made me think something similar. I can't remember who said it, but she said, I hope that when I die, the devil celebrates because <laughs> like I'm... I'm, you know, not causing ruckus anymore. Yeah, for him. yeah. <laughs> I can't remember how she summed it up, but yeah, that kind of and the that's same. yeah. Dang, be be a woman that makes the devil tremble. Yeah, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm. Yeah, but I think that when we aren't vulnerable, we're not allowing God to use like the bad things for His good. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's true because we know that we live in an imperfect world. It's a broken world. It's a fallen world. So. Things are going to happen. Challenges are going to happen. Um, pain, suffering is going to be part of all of our story. And um, if we live in the shame and the fear, that's going to hold us back from the connection, from the vulnerability, from the from the chance to grow mm-hmm. and for the chance to show God's glory. Mm-hmm. So we're like robbing God of his glory in those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I want to touch on. So we've talked about being vulnerable with, other people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like we have to take like one step back because before we can be vulnerable with other people, we have to be vulnerable with God. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like um, there's so many situations and I think Pastor Jessica, this is kind of what you talked about yesterday. We go to all these other things first. We're thinking that they will fix those pains and traumas and hurts that we have. We were like, well, God already knows. So why would Mm -hmm. I go to him with it? But we have to be vulnerable and open and honest with him about how we're feeling. And if we're mad at him, we need to say, God, I'm just so frustrated right now that you would leave me in this situation or, you know, whatever it is for you. But he needs that connection and he wants you to be vulnerable Mm. with him in those times too. That's so good. Yeah. I had this thought the other day. I was praying with my kids and, you know, they're, they're talking about like forgiving me of my sin, you know, and... I was just thinking of the power and like, are you going to God and say like, forgive me of my sin? Or are you going to God and being like, I am struggling with this. Like, are Mm. you speaking out? Like, are you praying specific prayers Mm. in like, you know, what you want forgiveness for, what you're struggling with? 
um, and finding that vulnerability there in your prayers too. Yeah. Like, yes, please forgive me for this, but also it's really, 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 really hard. Mm -hmm. And I just need you to intervene. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And you're just inviting his presence in. Mm -hmm. That's all you're, that's all you're doing. Yeah. Is by, yes, you're vulnerable, you're exposed to hurt and attack, but, but so be it. So what if? Mm -hmm. I guess that's the real question. So what if you, so what if you get hurt in your vulnerability? Mm. Was it, was it not worth it? Yeah. Mm. Hurt how? Well, I think it probably depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Well, what's a way you can think of? Um, I, well, again, I think if you're being vulnerable with someone and not, this isn't with God, right? Because mm-hmm. we're never, in our vulnerability, we're never going to be hurt by God. Mm-hmm. But in, I think other people can maybe hurt us or walk on us. It's like how they say, oh, well, as a Christian, you have to live this life of of peace and whatever. But, but what about in the business world? You're going to get trampled on and rolled over and... Okay, yeah, but but what if? Mm-hmm. Is that not how Jesus lived? Did he not get trampled on and rolled over? Mm-hmm. And yet <laughs> he still continued to live that way and tell us to live that way. So so like there are gonna be times where maybe you share something and it doesn't go the right way. <laughs> do you do you put up a, a big wall? You really want to. You really want to, yeah. I, I can't remember there's like this meme or something where he's like, I am ready to get hurt again. <laughs> and there's times where like that exact thing plays through my head because there's been times where yeah. I've been vulnerable and then realize it's not what people wanted. Mm. Or like, okay, here's what it was. I was discipling someone and then... um I misplaced who I was vulnerable with. You know, I Ooh, shared too yeah. much with somebody yep. and they were like, oh, I actually just wanted you to be my pastor. Mm. <laughs> you know, I didn't, I didn't want to hear that. I just wanted you to be my pastor. And then it's, it's hard to like yep. go back out there. Right. And open yourself back up again yeah. to whatever could happen, right? And but again, it's not necessarily about us. It's what God's doing in that situation mm-hmm. anyway. And so if you do feel like, nope, this is a time I need to be vulnerable and and be open and honest, then then just let it let it be. Because what is God gonna do with it? You don't necessarily know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but it's not up to you. Yeah, I think so with me in the past being vulnerable, uh, a lot about my illness that I've struggled with. Mm. Um, it's burned me mm-hmm. as a Jesus person, as a Christian woman. Sure. Right. It's the like, wow, you're still struggling with wow. that. Like, ooh, are you praying enough? Are you doing all the mm, right things? Hello, you- Job. Yeah. <laughs> Job's friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, peanut gallery. Uh-huh. <laughs> Truly though. Right. Yeah. It's like, and then it, it, it puts this like, um, I want to say chasm, but I don't even know if that's the right word, but callous maybe mm. more on, ooh. on those spots. Um, in your heart where you were vulnerable and then you start to build up like all of these layers of Mm. protection Mm -hmm. over it because you're like, I can't let anyone else into that because they're just going to hurt my feelings and they're just going to say all these things that are not true about me. And I just can't, I can't, I can't go through that again. No, you're right. You can't. Yeah. You cannot. Yeah. Right. And again, like you're stepping into the, I'm going to take back control of this because... I, I I can't do it. And God's like, I know you can't do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I can. Yep. Um, I was reading the scripture. I'm going to find it so I don't say it wrong. Luke 8, 
43, and it's the story of the woman with a problem of blood. Mm-hmm. And I don't imagine, she lived as an outcast because she was unclean. And I don't imagine that she had like many friends mm-hmm. to be vulnerable with. Yeah, And so for her to walk into a crowd and like go to Jesus, she's in her most vulnerable state. And I love what Jesus says to her. He says, daughter, mm. your faith your faith has made you well. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so he like, he calls her daughter because that's, that's his great love for her. Mm-hmm. And so that's the love that like we're seeking and want from other people, but we're never really going to get. Yeah. And so when we bring our vulnerabilities to Jesus again, he's never going to, he's never going to hurt us. Yeah. I have um, I have a little bit of a like with that scripture mm, because yeah. that's like one of the scriptures that was used against me. For sure. Because mm-hmm. her faith has healed her. So obviously you don't have enough faith because you're not healed. Eh. Which is so untrue. Yeah. It's so untrue. <laughs> but you guys, I mean, the, that but was it like, still hurts. It, oh my gosh, it still hurts so right. bad. It's like Jesus doesn't say, well, every time you have a ton of faith, you will be healed. Like yeah. it, it, these, hey, let, why don't you do all of this yeah. stuff? <laughs> Show me how faithful you are. Show me mm. how good you are. Show me all the things you can do for me. And then I, God, then I will heal you. Yeah. It's not how it works. No, it's not. Uh, in these situations, again, you gotta, you have to read the story. This isn't a, a universal truth in this situation. Like, Sorry, what? I went on a tangent there. So. No, you're, I love this. Like, <laughs> You being vulnerable? <laughs> hold on the, hold the phone. <laughs> and I think it is so easy. And in our humanness, right? If someone is vulnerable with us, like if Stephanie's sharing that, I'm like, oh, I want to I want to give Stephanie something that could encourage her. Mm. Like, hey, I, maybe you need more faith, right? And like, we think mm. that we're encouraging. That's Job's yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. Where are you sinning, bro? Right. Yeah. Like you think that you're sharing good, like Christianly advice, but gosh, how many of those cliches are like just stabs right to the heart? <laughs> stabs you know? to the heart. Yeah, like when the it's cliche- people think they're they're doing well, they mean well. Even like but the it's so out of context. Well, like God needed another angel. Oh yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely didn't need need anymore. You know, no. like yeah. gosh, just those like cliche things that you. Yeah, it's like it's cringy, misplaced. Mm-hmm like trying to encourage somebody. So when people are being vulnerable with you, be mindful of that. Yeah. Don't don't give them the one-liners that sound good and mm-hmm. sound like they would be pleasing to the ear. Yeah. That's when you need to be vulnerable back to them. That's the that's what's saying. Yeah. You know, well, is the, it the yeah. vulnerability in saying I don't know what to say right now? <laughs> that could very well I be. I have it. no mm-hmm. advice for you, but I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that is good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, we we can take a page out of this book mm-hmm. because it's like, sometimes you just need to stop stop talking. Like, you know, don't fill space to fill space. Uh, someone once said, you know, if you're receiving advice that is not ultimately just pointing you directly to Jesus, like whatever you're sharing, okay, cool. Take it straight to Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Like if they're not, if they're not pointing you in that direction, if that's not the heart behind the advice or the direction of the advice, then it's, it's no advice at all. You know, really Absolutely. just like cast it aside. But even saying like, well, do you have enough faith? That's putting it back on you. Mm-hmm. When 
again, it's not about you mm-hmm. in that situation. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and that might be pride there too in mm-hmm. feeling like you have to fix things. Somebody came to me for prayer. This was a few months ago. And it's like, you feel so powerless when you don't really have anything to offer them except mm-hmm. for like praying, you know? Yeah. Like you feel like you have to do something. And I went to Pastor Shelby um, and her response was, you're not their savior. Like yeah. your only responsibility is to like point them to the savior. Yeah. yeah, It's not you. You don't have to fix or give them anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can still take somebody's hand. You can still walk with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, like we're saying, vulnerability, it does put you in a position to be hurt. But ask yourself like, okay, so what? It, what's the worst that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Did it destroy you? Did it? steal your salvation, your trust in Jesus, you know? Like, yeah, I think we have to ask ourselves that sometimes. Yeah. I wasn't afraid of getting hurt myself. I was afraid of hurting God's image. And which is like, what? You? Who do you think you are that you can destroy God's image? Mm-hmm. Like if you weren't healed, you were going to make him look bad? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of power you wield. I, wow, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? Just a little old Stephanie. Just, <laughs> no, but really, I truly believed that yeah. for a long time. And um, so I didn't even go to God with the things because if I gave them to God and then if I didn't get healed, mm. then I would make him look bad and I couldn't report that back to people. And, you know, mm. it was this whole like cycle. So I was afraid to be vulnerable with God in those moments. Yeah. That was a... A real interesting time in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's what a struggle. And but we all do that to some extent with some things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, I can't give um, you know, my struggles with my kids to God because that's just gonna make me look like I'm gonna look like, you know, my mom or my whatever, whoever who didn't know how to like parent their kids. So now I'm admitting that. And I think that's that is one of the hardest things because mm-hmm. you have to admit it to yourself, but then admitting it. To God is like, mm-hmm. okay, but now what? Now what? Because like, well, now you just opened the door for me to actually come in there and like do something. Mm-hmm. So, and that doesn't mean that it's going to look exactly how you want it to look like, yeah. right? And we assume that like, okay, well, if I bring this A plus B equals C. So, you know, if I bring this, it's going to turn out this way. And I feel like it almost never turns out yeah. <laughs> this way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because God's like, I have something better. <laughs> would yeah. you just, would you just trust me? Yeah. Would you just come to me? Yeah. There's a song that um, just like goes right to my core when I, when I am still struggling with like vulnerability with God. Um, it's Out of Hiding by Stephanie Gretzinger. Are you familiar? I don't think so. Could you Maybe sing it. it for us? Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. I will not sing it. Um, but the lyrics are, come out of hiding, you're safe here with me. Mm. There's no need to cover what I already see. Um, you've got your reasons, but I hold your peace. You've been on lockdown and I hold the key. Because I loved you before, you knew it was love. Uh, it, I, it just goes on to, mm. it, it's just like begging you to be vulnerable with God. And so I, Definitely encourage you to, if you're a music person, check that song out and cry to it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) When you need a good cry, cry look that one up. And you need to, if you are in a position where you're like, man, I can't be vulnerable with people. I haven't been been vulnerable with God yet. Gosh. Um, And I feel like that's where you got to start. Yeah. 
You got to start by being vulnerable with God. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Uh, last night I was reading Titus, which is a tiny little chapter in the New Testament. I just uh, think of the sweet little baby that's I here do at our too. church. It's really hard for me now to like read Titus He's and so not cute. think of Titus with his cute curly hair. Um, but this is Paul saying, remind them to submit to rulers and authorities to obey, to be ready for every good work. And don't take this out of context. Sorry, I probably should have just started with... Uh, Three, three, which is for we too were once foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved by various passions and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, detesting one another. But when the kindness of God, our Savior, and His love for mankind appeared, He saved us, mm-hmm. not by works or righteousness that we had done, but according to His mercy, through the washing of regeneration and renewal by the Holy Spirit. He poured out his spirit on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we may become heirs with the hope of eternal life. So good. And like, so why do I need to be vulnerable? Because you've been washed clean. Mm-hmm. And so when you're still when you're still held by shame and fear, you don't fully accept your salvation. Mm-hmm. When you can't walk in vulnerability, you're saying these things are still, like it's still in my head. I'm still shameful. I'm still fearful. I could still be hurt by that. I can't share what, I, what I've what i done or what I did because it could still hurt me because maybe you're still living mm-hmm. in that. And yeah. it would destroy you, right? Yeah. So going back to um, Adam and Eve, when they're hiding, they've covered themselves and they hid and God asks like, where are you? Um which that scripture always makes me think of like, you know, when you play hide and seek with a toddler. Yeah. You just have like their head under a blanket, but they're like, you can <laughs> they're see right it. there. Yeah. <laughs> like God was walking around like, Adam, where could you be? <laughs> and then Adam answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. Mm. And sin makes us afraid of God's presence and afraid of his voice. Yeah. And yeah, that's just what I encourage people to think about. Uh, because the enemy wants us to change how we see God and how we see ourselves right. in that shame. Yeah. The whole mission. Yep. Yeah. Because, he, you know, Satan doesn't have to convince you that God is, that God's wrong or that God doesn't exist, right? He just mm-hmm. has to play some of these little things like, well, you can't really trust God with that because well, he's going to be mad. He'll be mad. He'll know where you are. You got to hide. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just those little, little things. Not that God's not real. Not like, Mm. he doesn't even go for that stuff with us. It's just so much more subliminal and Mm -hmm. tiny. And that's why it's like, you you need to be checking through your heart, like comb through it and just like pray that honest, open prayer. Like seek me, oh Lord, Mm -hmm. search me, like know me, know my heart and then speak the truth back in me. And how do you, how do you get the truth back in you? You just, you read your scripture. And you keep reading it. I mean, I'm going to go back today and read that verse again because like I want that to just like soak Mm -hmm. in me, right? Like I want, I want to remember that always. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah, it's no, it's not always easy. Yeah. No. But when we reveal our shame, Mm -hmm. he can reveal his grace. Yeah. 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 And if you're struggling with that and you're struggling with being vulnerable and you're struggling with shame, Check out Journey to Wholeness. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that plug. I, I mean, that's that's where you're going to uncover all this kind of stuff. 
and, and that be is, able to work through yes, it. Yes, and that's a, you know, this is term is so overused, but that's a safe space Yeah, where you can be vulnerable, where you can share stuff. It's not just like to your friends or your mother-in-law or whoever, where you'd like you don't necessarily know what the return is on that. Mm-hmm. But Journey is a, is a place where you can go out and it's not going to come back void. Yep. <laughs> so there will be something in return for you. So, and again, that's, that is, that's perfect. Like it's not for anyone. It's for some. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't open up your heart mm-hmm. necessarily to everyone, right? Like there's yeah. a certain uh, amount and degree of like in this walk of becoming better disciples and discipling others, you are going to have to be a little bit vulnerable in situations you'd really rather not be. Yeah. But what's the risk? Like if you're not vulnerable, maybe that person never comes to know mm-hmm. Jesus. And so do you really want to <laughs> carry that? And what's the reward? Yeah, what's the reward? Like, because I'm vulnerable in this situation that was hell for me, Mm -hmm. I get to glorify God. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you get to see his goodness on me and know that his goodness is for you too. Yeah. I just think of, like, I want God to use me and not just, like, you know, the me of today. Like, how is me at 19? How can he use that? Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't for nothing. It's never for nothing. Mm-hmm. He, he redeems all, right? Like when we give it to him, he's going he's gonna to use it. And again, you don't really know what that's going to look like. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean you like get to necessarily write a book about it and whatever. But, but there may be situations and circumstances where you're like, wow, why, why am I being really pushed to like go into this or mm-hmm. talk about this? And, and you'll feel and you'll know, right? Like, or God's like challenging you in some vulnerability mm-hmm. areas of like, yeah, Jessica, let's, I want you to talk about this prayer on Sunday. And you're like, nope. It's <laughs> <laughs> like anything else. You got, you have a plan B. <laughs> oh, yeah. God did that to me a couple, uh, maybe a couple months ago, two months ago uh, for like a giving spot. And I can't think of what it was mm-hmm. off the top of my head, but it, uh, it was something where I was like, I really don't want to, I do not want to do this. And um, actually a couple, yeah, more than one, on more than one occasion, I've had this experience. <laughs> yeah. And, but God's like, yeah, but it's not about you. It's about me. Uh-huh. Would you just I'm, let me do what I'm trying to do? I went yeah. to Pastor Stephanie. I was like, I, I shouldn't say this, right? <laughs> she was like, did, did God tell you to say it? <laughs> like, yeah, but what do you, but what do you think? <laughs> she's like, I think you got to say it. I mean, she's a pastor it. now, so she would know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so any way I can get around this and still be obedient to God. Yeah. Do you see any loopholes here? <laughs> <laughs> we become lawyers suddenly. Yeah. It's like, wow, I never knew I was so, uh-huh. yeah, sophisticated at the law. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you just said obedience though. I mean, at the root of everything that we've talked about over this season and even yeah, our, yeah. our last season, like it just comes down to being obedient yep. to God. Are you listening to him? Are you responding to what he's asking you to do? It's so good because then all the other words are just like supplements to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if we could talk about surrender and people are like, but how do I surrender? Well, be, be obedient. obedient. So yeah, it's kind of like the, the <laughs> it's root. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It all goes back to it. It Every, really does. Everything that like we've wanted to talk about when we researched, we're like, oh, the answer is obedience. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barry Jr. over there. (laughs) Bingo. Bingo. Barry Jr. (laughs) Bingo, bango, I believe is the correct term. Yeah. Um, 
So I read this um, in the Bible the other day. It's Luke 4, 1. It's where Jesus was led by the Spirit into mm. the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I just think that we forget when we're in the wilderness, it's because we've been led there. Yeah. Not because we've turned, we've gone the wrong way. We made a mistake. It's from the enemy. Like every story in the Bible, they end up in the wilderness because they were led there by the Spirit. Mm. And I think that we have to remember that in our vulnerability. Yeah. That if we're somewhere, it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if, you know, if you feel like I'm not seeing it, I don't know what's going on, pray for clarity and, you know, pray for that wisdom. But sometimes you may not know. And for a while. For forever. a while. Or ever. Yeah, or ever. <laughs> it is super cool, though, when you look back and you're like, ah, that's why that mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's so satisfying. Totally. And you're like, gosh, God is so cool. <laughs> God is so cool. <laughs> that's the good part. Yeah, that is the good part. God is cool. Uh, <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Your notes for today. None of us are perfect. We all have fallen short of the glory of God, Um, but he's redeemed us. He's saved us. He's washed you clean. You are made new. You are a new creation. And so I encourage you today to step into that, step into some of your vulnerabilities and, and let go of the shame and the fear that's been trying to keep you small and keep you down because that is definitely not who God is calling you to be. So we love you, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to this super fun season. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you again. Yay. See ya. See ya.